father's tent There you are You're running for your life You're a shooting star And all the years No one knows Just how hard you worked But now it shows In one shining moment It's all on the line One shining Coaches, welcome to the Championship Vision Podcast. Coach Kevin Furtado. Hey, if you want to know who are the best high school basketball coaches and leaders in our country are, you need to stay tuned and listen to the Championship Vision Podcast. We have some of the most renowned and best high school basketball coaches and PE teachers from around the country. Coaches you might not have heard of, but have amazing ideas. And I firmly believe every coach in America has genius within them. It's not all about the state championships. It's about the impact you have on your kids and your community. So stay tuned to the Championship Vision Podcast. Coaches, how are you? Welcome back to the Championship Vision Podcast. This is Coach Kevin Furtado, your host. Today, episode 197 with Coach John Boyer. He's the assistant women's basketball coach for Sanford University in Birmingham, Alabama. John Boyer enters his third season as an assistant coach for the Sanford women's basketball program. He is involved in all aspects of the women's basketball program, including recruiting, on-the-floor coaching, scheduling, and assisting in the day-to-day operations of the women's basketball program. Boyer was instrumental in the turnaround the program experienced during the 2019-20 season. After winning just 10 games the previous season, the Bulldogs posted a record of 18-14 and and won the program's first Southern Conference regular season title with a 10-4 league record. The team then won the program's third SOCON tournament title. Boyer came to Sanford from the University of Georgia, where he served as director of player personnel from August of 2015 until his hiring at Sanford, and as an interim assistant coach from November of 2016 to March of 2017. As the director of player personnel, Boyer was responsible for, among other things, analyzing film on opponents and for scouting purposes creating a scouting report for the coaches, preparing the post-game scouting report, and assisting with all on-campus recruiting. He also served as the director of the team's summer camps. In his role as interim assistant coach, Boyer presented scouting reports to the players and coaches, scouted and analyzed film on opponents, and prepared post-game self-scouting. Georgia's 2017-18 team posted a record of 26-7 and reached the second round of the NCAA tournament. Prior to his time at Georgia, Boyer worked as an assistant coach at Belmont University from June of 2013 to August of 2015. During his time with the Bruins, he participated in all aspects of recruiting and worked specifically with the perimeter players. He helped to build a consistently strong mid-major program for the Bruins. Working at a place like Belmont, he understands what the mission of Sanford is all about, Morris said. I think he'd be very successful in his role here. 
Boyer's first stint at Georgia came when he served as the women's basketball video coordinator from August of 2010 to May of 2013. Among his duties were facilitating practice and game day operations and overseeing the team's managers. Boyer played one season of basketball at Gardner-Webb University and Covenant College before receiving his bachelor's degree in sociology from Piedmont College, Athens campus in 2009. He is married to the former Libby Lukitz. Coaches, um, I always enjoy talking to assistant college basketball coaches. I think um, many of these guys are, they do a lot of work for the college programs, and John's been a good friend and, and really just been a, a person I can rely on for information. Uh, matter of fact, he's he's been, you know, obviously recruiting one of my players for uh, this past two years, and uh, we've developed a very great relationship. But I, I think he's got a great connection with coaches and players, and I think he's going to do a tremendous job at Sanford, and I think eventually he'll be a great head coach for a university one day. So you're going to get some really insight into what they are doing at Sanford and talk about what he is doing as far as player development goes at Sanford University. Let's welcome Coach John Boyer. Coach, hey, I got you, man. <clears throat> yeah, hey, thanks for joining the podcast, man. I know I I speak to a lot of great high school coaches, man, and I but I really love picking the brains of you college guys, man. You guys, you guys have a great insight. So thanks for taking the time out. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate you, you know, inviting me, and I'm glad we could, uh, you know, find a time here where we can hop on. And um, you know, I, I'm sure I'll be learning just as much um, as I'll be sharing. So I'm always excited and appreciate what you're doing in this podcast, and um, you know, really excited to be part of it. Yeah, thank you so much. Of course, we got John Boyer here. I consider John a really good friend, and I know um, he's uh, he's been around our program, and I, I've known him since University of, of Georgia. He was an assistant there, but now he's doing a great job with the Sanford women's program. Hey, John, tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of how you grew up in the game and what you're doing now. Yeah, absolutely. So I was uh, grew up in Indiana and the son of a high school coach. And uh, as we all know, um, down south, football is king, but exactly what football is down here, uh, that's what basketball is up north, um, especially in the state of Indiana. So grew up in the gym around my dad and his teams and loved the camaraderie and, and everything that went into being a coach. And then after, um, after college, was lucky enough to um, meet Coach Landers and um, built a relationship with him and then was hanging around looking for jobs and right place, right time. You know, coaches, so much of this is, right? Um, we uh, ended up being a video coordinator for three years with Coach Landers, um, then went and spent two years as an assistant at Belmont University um, came back to the University of Georgia when when Coach Taylor got the job there, and am now uh, about to start my third year over here at Samford. Um, so, uh, you know, Coach Coach Coons, Coach Carly, um, you know, here at Samford is she is starting her second year, so I beat her to Samford by a year, and 
you know, was lucky enough after Coach Morris retired and Carly got the job that that she kept me on. Um, so was so was really excited about that. And, um, you know, kind of like you said, it's been fun to to watch you build your program, you know, because because I think in, in the first couple years when you guys were getting going down there at at uh, LOA, um, you, you would come to our team camps when I was was running them at Georgia and um, had a chance to to really get to know you. And it's been fun watching you build that program and, um, you know, because it's it started from the ground up and, you know, now here here you are taking them to, to the state tournament. And I know it's like I said, it's been been really neat to watch you work because you put a lot of work in. Um, to that. But anyway, that's sorry, I'm rambling now, but that's kind of the connection, obviously, that, that you and I have. Sure. Um, you know, what is that six, seven years ago now um, that we've we've been in been in touch and talked hoops and, you know, recruiting some of your kids now. And um, so that that's kind of a little bit about me. Yeah, John, thank you so much. I appreciate the compliments. Um, and my really my podcast is about program builders, because I, I don't know if there's enough coaches out there that are true program builders. I mean, yeah, we can go in and we can access talent and things like that. But it's, John, I want you to talk about what you guys are doing at Sanford, because I know there's certain people that are really true program builders that go in there and build it brick by brick. Talk about how you guys are developing the culture there at Sanford. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a really good point, and I think it's it's different for different people. Um, and like you're saying, basketball, um, you know, there's there's a difference between I think um, just basketball coaches and then you know kind of people that understand the culture um, aspect of of what it is. And and that's one thing that that Coach Carly is really big on is the culture, and uh, they're you know, there's a bunch of different ways to go about it. Um, but she's very, very thoughtful and very, um, like you said, it's, it's going to be brick by brick and we're not going to shortcut anything. Um, one thing that, you know, we do a little differently um, just right off the rip in, in terms of kids that we recruit. Um, she wants to get to know kids and, and very rarely does she just offer a kid strictly based off of their basketball. Um, so it's not going to be the very first conversation that she's going to offer a kid. She's going to want to get to know them, spend time on the phone with them, see what they're about. Um, not just from a basketball perspective, but from a personality standpoint, does Sanford have what they want to study? Um, are they comfortable, you know, move in two hours, three hours, 10 hours, 15 hours, whatever we're asking, uh, these kids to, to commit to, um, you know, it's, it's the whole, it's the whole piece, um, that, that we recruit. And I think with that, taking our time and spending multiple, um, you know, multiple months, um, sometimes even years of getting to know kids is, is what coaches is, is really big on. And that's something, like I said, that it's a little different, I think, that that what we do than, than some other, you know, programs in terms of um, the culture piece is just taking the time to get to know them on the front end. Um, and and then, you know, when they do get here, um, we feel like we've got a little bit of a step up because 
um, you know, then, then they really know us and we've got a good feel for them um, in terms of being able to, to coach them hard and coach them up. And, um, you know, cause that's, that's one thing that we tell them through the process too, is, um, you know, we're, we're recruiting you obviously for the basketball piece. Um, but in order for the basketball piece to be the best that it is, um, and the best that you can be, we're going to have to have a relationship um, that's built on trust. And so through the recruiting process, building that relationship, building that trust um, so that when they do get here, we have, you know, we have a, you know, we have a really good solid um, footing uh, and understanding them and them understanding us. And of course it's different when, when you are coaching somebody, right. Versus just, um, you know, over the phone and, um, you know, through, through the recruiting process, it's, it's different, but, um, you know, it, it helps us, we feel like it helps us, um, you know, kind of expedite that piece of the puzzle, um, you know, for when they, when they do get here that, that we can jump in pretty quick with all that stuff. Absolutely. And I, I, I do have to say, um, it, it's, um, there's no guarantees, right? Because no. I know, um, you know, you were recruiting one of our kids and so forth and, and uh, things didn't work out, but I'm telling you, I have so much respect for what you guys did. You came down to the campus. You're, you were very, um, uh, you really kind of looked at the whole perspective, the whole kid, you, you talked to us coaches. I really appreciate that. I think more coaches should connect with the high school coaches. Um, I'm very old school on that. So I was really impressed <laughs> With what you did, John, with that. Hey, talk about if I'm a high school cook and all high school coaches listen to this and what do you not only do you have to connect when you're recruiting them, but man, you got to keep that culture and that connection throughout hopefully their four years. Right. That's right. That's right. And I, that's, you know, coach loves having the kids um, swing through our offices. And um, so we, we love, um, getting to know our kids and working through, you know, the ups and downs that, that come with, um, you know, that come with being a college athlete, um, as, as you and I both know, is it's not easy. And um, what we're asking them to do and what we're uh, is required to be a college athlete um, is really difficult. And the, that's, I think one of the reasons that, we all the our our staff um, has in common is the um, excitement, is the passion to watch these young ladies come in as freshmen and then grow into seniors, and when they graduate, being ready to, you know, step out in in, in the real world um, and and kind of you know roll with the punches and and be able to handle that. Um, that's that's one thing that the coach loves is, is the, the continuing of the relationship after they're here on campus too. Um, and, you know, again, I, I think that comes back a little bit to our culture as well. This, you know, she, um, as much as she loves getting out and recruiting, she also is going to say no sometimes during the season um, so that she can stay on campus and be with our kids and be there for every practice and, that's that's one thing you know again that's a little different once once our kids come on campus um you know we continue to pour into them and spend time with them and getting to know them and um you know that's that's one thing 
um, you know, that's really important to us as well. Cause again, we're, what we're asking them to do for us um, on the court, the sacrifices that it takes, you know, academically um, it, it's important that they have um, not just, um, you know, their parents and their friends and all that stuff. That's important for sure. But we feel like, um, you know, we're, we're a piece to that, to that puzzle um, as well. And then it, it, it goes in, you know, coach has such a great feel um, and wants to know if our girls are having a bad day, you know, a bad test or, you know, fight with their roommate or just, you know, problems, you know, with their family or anything like that, because it, you know, it changes um, how you coach them on the court that day. Um, you can't coach somebody the same way because it, it, there are ups and downs that, that we all have. And so recognizing that they're people first and, um, you know, you can't, and, and we all are, are changing and growing and, um, especially the, you know, the age that, um, that we get, uh, which is, is such, we think formative and, um, years that we want to make sure that we have a good pulse and coaches, like I said, is, is really good with being able to know, um, our kids well enough that when they walk in and their shoulders are drooped a little bit, that she, she can, she can walk over and say, Hey, what, you know, you're all right. What's going on. If, if they haven't already, you know, shot her a text or stopped by the office and said, man, I, I just bombed that test. I worked really, really hard and I needed it. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm bummed about it. Um, so being able to manage that side of things um, along with the basketball pieces, you know, like you're talking about. And, and I think, asked about in terms of the, you know, the relationship when they get here is, um, you know, it's extremely important. Yeah, that's a great point, John. And it feels like to me with the transfer portal, like kids, you know that the transfer portal is uh, crazy uh, in college, high school. So basically you, I feel like you have to recruit the same kid every year just to keep them at these schools. It's crazy out there, huh? It is. It is. And you're right. It's, it's becoming, um, you know, it, it's the, the transfer portal is, you know, it's just growing and growing every year. It seems like, um, and, and more kids, kids in the portal. And so it's, it's important to do both, you know, exactly what you're saying, recruit not only the high school kids and build the relationships with that. Um, but, but also continuing to build the, um, you know, the relationships with our kids. Cause the kids that that we're lucky enough to to coach are generally coming from a high school team, high school program where they played most of the game, scored a lot of points, uh, a very key piece, if not the main piece of that team of that program. And when you get to our level, it you know keeps paring down, right? The the higher levels. Uh, that you get and that you play at the, the better the, um, the competition is. And so there's, there's certainly some of that, um, you know, teaching and coaching that we have to do that has nothing to do with basketball and has everything to do with reminding them that this, it's not easy that you're not going to necessarily be able to step in and do what you were able to do in high school. And so again, having a, having a feel for, for our kids and, and being honest with them, 
Um, that's, you know, that's one way that, w- that we really build our trust with our kids is, um, is making sure that we're honest with them and that we're not promising anything um, in the recruiting process and, and even promising anything throughout the whole season that you have to come in and you've got to earn, earn your minutes uh, all year because you've got people that, that want those minutes and people that are competing in practice for those minutes. Yeah, I love the you said two key words, uh, trust and honesty. Um, and that's one thing that I learned from the great Gene Durden. I know you know Gene out of Buford. He's very honest <laughs> and he's very <laughs> honest with people. That's that's just the way he is. And I think sometimes that's lacking in our profession a little bit, particularly at the college level, right, John? Because I think there's a lot of promises given, but I think you have to be connected and committed to these kids as well throughout the whole process. Hey, let's move on to player development. I want you to, if I had a high school player, I want to know if she's going to go with you, John, what are you guys going to do to make her better throughout her career? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, that's, that's also a thing that the coach is really big on the, the individual workouts, um, assistance, even, even coach loves to get in the gym and, um, you know, get, get a quick ball handling workout in with players or, um, you know, a quick shooting workout before or after practice. And um, it, it, we've got right now we've got some of our kids back on campus. And as we've started, uh, um, you know, kind of ramp up uh, because we've been off for so long and we, we didn't feel like it was very wise to just jump right back into things full speed. So we've been slowly ramping up and um, we, we get in and, and we try to, it, it sounds so simple, um, but we try to get a ton of shots up. We go through our ball handling and, and we're going to throw a bunch of passes. And so, you know, one thing that, that we do a lot of is, um, work on things that we are going to get work on actions or shots that we're going to get within our offense and so we may not necessarily um, always shoot just a ton of catch and shoot shots with certain players because we know most often that they're going to be, you know, shooting pull up jumpers or getting to the rim or it, it might be something different um, that we do with with each individual player. And so kind of switching up in terms of, um, you know, some of the drills that we do, um, we, we don't try to, um, there's a lot of good drills that, it, that are really involved. Um, but we generally try to keep things um, pretty basic and we try to master um, the fundamentals. And, you know, I, I think there are times when, um, you know, we get carried away and, and we try to try to do too much and then we get frustrated with our kids, but we're asking them to do something that maybe they, they don't feel comfortable or, or can't quite do um, because we, we don't have, you know, because their passing is bad or, you know, we think it's, it's important to um, work on our passing because, a, you know, a good passer helps make a good shooter. And so we talk to our team about that all the time that, you know, if, if we're asking our, our kids to, um, you know, shoot, there's not a lot of space on a hard closeout. Um, and so if it's a bad pass, it's down at their feet or over their head. Um, you know, that, that could cost us, that could cost us three points or, you know, that could cost a bad post feed is a turnover. And, 
Um, so we'll work on things specifically that we know we're going to get. And so even throughout the season, coach um, doesn't, you know, we're not going to have three, three and a half, four hour practices um, because we're going to get in. And, and when we're all together as a team, we're going to do team stuff. So we'll work on our offense. We'll work on our defense. We will do some combination um, skill work drills, but coach likes to leave, leave some time out there um, for players to get in the gym um, with us outside of just the practice so that we can continue um, to get shots up and continue to, um, you know, change up from, from game to game, the way, you know, certain defenses might play, uh, might play us and, and we have a good feel for shots that we could get out of, of certain action. We may, you know, spend a couple days repping um, that, that kind of footwork or repping that kind of action or different things depending on, uh, you know, on the, the team that, that we're about to play. So the, the preparation for, for that is, um, you know, something that, that we spend a lot of time, time doing. And like I said, we, we typically don't complicate, um, complicate the skill work. You know, it's, can you shoot a pull-up jumper? Can you shoot, you know, a catch and shoot three? Can you, um, you know, can, is your footwork good? Uh, can you handle the ball? Um, before we, we kind of start it there and then we'll, we'll work up in, into more complicated things. But um, again, that's, th those are some of the things that, that we try to try to implement. Um, and it's not always, um, it's not always uh, if somebody walked in, it's like, I you know, why are you doing, why are you just working on this pivot drill? And it, because we pivot a lot when we're in games and we want to make sure that we don't travel and don't turn the ball over. Um, so it's all those little things that, that coach is a big stickler on that, um, that takes some time um, to, to take it from the high school level um, to the college level. And of course they're, you know, they're different. Um, kids are more advanced than other kids coming in. So trying to, to get them all um, at a, at a certain level and then, you know, really push the kids that, that can handle more. Um, we'll, we'll start to start to work on some of that stuff with them. Yeah, absolutely, John. I appreciate you sharing that. I, I want you to give me an example. Uh, I'm a big believer that I think you teach not only just skill development, but uh, performance development, physical strength development, mental development, emotional development. So I try to do all those things in a workout. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I might even mentally, like after a workout, I might give our kids a, a card and say, Hey, write down three things that you learned today or two things uh, just to kind of get their mind involved. Do you think we do enough of that as coaches really testing all those different areas of development? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and I think it's, it's something that, that we talk uh, a lot about. Um, and I think you're right. It's, it's, again, you, we've got to keep in mind that um, for us at Sanford, we're coaching college kids. And there's a lot that goes into that. Um, and if all we're worried about and all we're focused on is the basketball development, well, we're missing a lot of different pieces like you're talking about, the emotional development, the 
um, you know, the, the mental development, the spiritual development, all of those things go into making that person. And so we, we coach their times when, you know, as an assistant, we're chomping at the bit. We want to get out there and get the game plan in. And, you know, we've got a big game on Thursday and it's Tuesday and we can't wait to get out there. And, you know, and coach will, will stop and, you know, we'll take some time and, you know, we'll, we'll go around, um, go around the circle and, you know, we'll, or we'll sit in the locker room and instead of talking basketball, she'll just go around and ask everybody, you know, how they're doing and, and ask them, um, you know, check in on them emotionally. And then there are other times when, you know, we may quiz our kids after a scouting report. So we'll give, you know, scouting report, let's say on a, on a Wednesday, and then we'll bring them back in. And on Thursday, we'll talk about the scouting report that we gave them the day before, just to make sure that, um, you know, kind of mentally they're locked into what we're doing. And um, again, a lot of, a lot of the the training that we do will also be um, involved with them coming into our offices and spending time talking through again what's going on in their life. So those are some things that you know that that we do that we take um, you know take into. Um, consideration when when we're doing that stuff and, and again coach is very thoughtful in the way that she goes about um, coaching and teaching um, our, our players yeah absolutely and John I want to take a quick break and I want to come back and just ask you a few more questions if that's if that's okay with you great let's do it all right thanks coach I'll talk right. to you in a bit thank you Sounds good yep bye-bye This is Mike May, creator and owner of Practice Planner Live Software. I'm excited about partnering with Kevin Furtado and Championship Vision Podcasts. We share a common passion of helping basketball coaches be more effective in their profession. With over 26 years of basketball coaching experience, I created Practice Planner Live with the purpose of saving coaches valuable time in creating efficient and effective practice plans. John Wooden once said, if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. Practice Planner Live can take your practice planning to a whole nother level with tools and functionality that will maximize your team's ability to reach their potential. Coach, you there? John, welcome back, my friend. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely on that. Hey, I love what you were talking about earlier about player development. Kind of make some some final points about – your player development, and also kind of give a little preview. You're going to your workouts now. Tell us a little bit about what you're going to do today. Give the give a little insight into what you guys are going to do today in your workouts. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I think, you know, probably the one of the last things um, I would say in terms of um, individual workout uh, is a lot of people, myself included, um, typically associate the individual workout piece uh, with, you know, only offensive skills. Um, but I think we, another thing that we'll do, um, as we get not necessarily more advanced, um, but certainly as we figure out our players, um, and strengths and weaknesses, we'll also, you know, we'll rep out, um, different, 
uh, you know, closeouts or, you know, defensive slides or boxing out or, you know, things that, that work on the defensive side of the ball um, as well. Um, so that, that would probably be, um, you know, one thing I would say that, that we do that we've gotten a lot of, uh, a lot of results from is taking our defensive principles and building um, little segments, whether it's during practice or even during, um, during, um, you know, individual workouts where we'll take five, 10 minutes um, to work on closeouts and boxing out and this, you know, different, different slides that we'll do within our different defenses. Um, and then kind of to, to transition into what, what we'll be working on today. So we've got um, in our workouts today, um, we had, we, we signed um, four new freshmen and then two uh, transfers. And so those will be the main kids that we're with today. And within that, we are still, we haven't had a full team practice or workout yet. And so we are, our new, our newcomers don't really have a good feel um, because we haven't talked about it at all um, with the offense that we're running. So today's going to be more geared toward, um, you know, what we, what we call is, is, uh, you know, rips and hips to hips. And so we'll just rep out pull-up jumpers from the wing. So they'll they'll be on the wing. Coach will be up top. We're going to pass it to him. And we've got a little series we'll do out of it. Um, you know, we'll, we'll start with um, one hard baseline rip, finish at the rim. Then we'll go off, you know, two bounces, two-footed finish. Uh, you know, then we'll let them get creative and finish different hands, right hand, left hand. Uh, then we'll rip into a pull-up jumper. Then we'll – and then we'll, you know, catch and shoot three, and then we'll go hip to hip. So then we'll jab baseline, attack the middle, finish on the other side of the rim. Um, so, and then get into some of the same stuff, a two-footed finish, a floater, uh, you know, pull-up jumper. He's back. The sensation salad and play sandwich. So, so just, just things like, just things like that. Um, we'll really be focusing on that today. And, you know, I think another thing with with some of the, um, you know, some of the freshmen, there's just there can be a transition from going, you know, the pace that they can get away with maybe going in high school uh, versus the pace that we're asking them to do uh, is going to be another uh, last couple of weeks. That's been a really big focus. And and it hasn't been, um, you know, it hasn't been the, the big adjustment that we've seen in the past um, because these kids have come in. Um, from good programs, from good coaches, uh, you know, at the high school level, AAU level, where they've got training. And so that's that hasn't been it, – it's always fun when we can coach the, you know, the, the details of the footwork and things like that rather than worrying about how hard they're going. Um, so those are, those are some things we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll work on today. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's always fun to kind of – hop in the gym with these kids and we're, you know, we're still figuring out exactly what, what they can do. Um, Cause this is our first time uh, getting a chance. These last couple of weeks is the first time we've gotten a chance to coach these kids. Um, you know, we've, of course, we've seen a lot of film on the, on the transfers and um, you know, have, have gotten to watch these, the high school kids 
uh, live, whether it's AAU events or high school games and practices and workouts. Um, but to get to get in the gym with them, you know, you, you get a much better feel of, you know, of, of their speed and their size and their strength and different things that, that uh, you know, that they can do. Yeah, John, how do you – I think the hardest part about workouts, in my opinion, is trying to make it as game-like as possible, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So do you um, – you always have defense because I notice that as I get older that – you can either rep out, you need to get reps, but it makes such a big difference when you got a defender right there. Um, even though it might not be good, I think that defender can help. Yeah, so what we'll do is one, because us as coaches enjoy playing, um, and, you know, we'll hop in there a lot of times and guard them um, and go. And also then we can kind of manipulate sort of what we're looking for um, and, and kind of even help, you know, like I said today with, with all those young kids, kind of help the young kids give them a look of, of what we'll probably see. Um, and now, of course, I, you know, the other, the other two uh, of, of my colleagues are in much better shape and, and uh, you know, they can, they can get out and do a much better job defensively than I can. Um, but, uh, you know, that's that's one thing that, that, to your point, we love when we can get in and, and give them some sort of defense. Uh, when Once school gets back in session, we'll use our practice players uh, almost on a daily basis. And it's it's for more than just the five-on-five piece. We'll use it in drills. Uh, you know, we'll use those guys in drills as well. Yeah, talk about talk about your – really quick before, you, before we get into the last segment, uh, with strength training, I, I'm – I'm one of those that, Coach, I think literally if somebody used a heavy ball throughout practice, it would help them better on the basketball skills rather than doing a bench press or a squat. Um, I, I, just, I just really believe in those type of, of added features to a strength workout. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think um... – you know, just to make a quick plug for our strength and conditioning coach, uh, Jonathan Ferris, he's he he gets he has a great understanding for exactly what you're talking about. So they're they're not going to go in there and just try to bench as much as they can or, you know, do do exercises that aren't functional for a basketball court and for a basketball player. So he's really big, and our kids benefit a lot from this, of the functional strength piece, which then moves into, I think, what you're talking about in terms of the, you know, the med balls, the heavy balls, things like that. We, we absolutely utilize that. Um, we'll do it with our ball handling, with our guards. Uh, we'll do it with our mic and drills, with post players, two balls on the block. Um, so we certainly, and even sometimes when we're doing our form shooting, We'll, we'll throw a heavy ball in there just to build some of that muscle memory and, you know, some of that strength for our kids. But yeah, I think you're, I think you're exactly right. It is, there's a big difference and, you know, we're fortunate enough to have a, have a really, um, you know, a really talented, smart uh, strength coach that is, is really in tune with, with us as coaches and the players and understanding what we're trying to accomplish and that we're not, just trying to get the biggest, strongest um, individuals. We want, you know, the biggest, strongest 
basketball players. Right. Um, and so that, that makes a, you know, that's that those in combination, um, you know, it, it made a big difference. And I think, you know, last year with our, um, you know, kind of with our run to, to winning the regular season, um, uh, conference and then um the uh conference tournament um you know you've got to get lucky and one of the things you got to get lucky with is keeping your kids healthy and we were you know very fortunate that, that we didn't lose kids to um to injury and we were pretty strong and healthy um and you know playing even when we were into february and, and the beginning of march um you know and i think it goes with with what you're talking about of all of, um, you know, the, the strength and conditioning piece being in tune both together with what we're trying to do on the basketball court. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys do it. You have a, you guys have a measurement, uh, where you guys have to assess. I mean, cause I'm big, I'm not that smart. So I, I, I test people on everything. And then later on we test again to find out if they improve. Are you guys big in the testing? You know, we are. Um, and it's something where there, there are certain drills that, um, you know, we're going to require our kids to, you know, get in a certain amount of ball pounds in um, before, uh, you know, before really we get going with our, our regular season practices that we want them to to accomplish in the preseason. And then throughout the season, um, you know, most most practices – we're going to have somebody um, kind of chart our offense and defensive, um, uh, you know, kind of expectations. And so then we can even rely on those um, afterwards. So it's, it, it's not, we're not all the way into, you know, some of these um, analytics because to your point, we're definitely not, not that smart um, to keep up with all the, all that stuff, but we do try to utilize, um, some of that is as best we can, um, and and that makes sense for for our program and for our players. Absolutely, Coach. Talk about the Sanford system uh, because I really feel like uh, the eye test is so important. If I'm a if I'm a kid and I come and watch you guys play in the stands, and I want to eventually play for you, they're gonna find it. They they can tell. Just do the eye test. Man, that's a that's a fun way to play. Do you all believe in that? And how do you all play at Sanford to really attract kids to your program? Yeah, we do. So coach wants to play fast and she wants to shoot a lot of threes. Um, and that's offensively, that's, that's what we love to do. And, and then defensively, um, our, our kids know what, what the expectations are. And so there's not a lot of confusion if it's a, you know, missed defensive assignment or a poor closeout or, you know, all of the different things that come along with, you know, being on both sides of the ball. It's, we really believe in, um, you know, trying to put the five, uh, the five kids that make us the best team. And it can look, it can look different in, from different years. Um, last year, you know, we had a really good junior post player. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we, we, we were able to play inside out and obviously she's coming back this year for her senior year. Um, and that's, that's one thing that, that, you know, that coach likes to do is get up and down. If we don't have anything, then we'll throw the ball in the post. And if, you know, she's one-on-one and can beat her man, she's going to score. And then if not, 
um, you know, we, we try to surround her with, with a bunch of kids that can score it and shoot it. Yeah. I love that. Um, are you defensively, are you guys, it, I, I don't know too many coaches that press in the college game. I don't, and I, I'm assuming there's reasons for that, but what kind of defense you all play? Yeah. So we're pretty vanilla with it. Um, it's going to be a lot of um, shell drill type principles, um, you know, where we're closing out and then we've got our baseline rotations if we need it. Um, and the biggest thing that we tell our kids is they've, they've got to be able to prevent their man from having a straight line drive um, where we can't even react quick enough uh, to get in help, to slide over, to, to give them the help that, that they need. And so that's the, the, that is one big thing in, that, that we really rep. And then the other thing is, um, you know, again, the, just those defensive slides um, is really important for, um, for making our program defensively go, um, you know, and we'll switch it up and we'll play some zone sometimes. Um, but it, it, it comes down to man principles, both when we're in man to man and then also when, when we're in, in the zone, um, you know, we, we really rely on um, pretty much game in and game out doing, doing similar stuff. Yeah. I, um, you know, what's funny is um, the college game and tell me if I'm wrong, tell me if I'm a wrong coach. It seems to be, you mentioned vanilla. Um, I just noticed that, you know, the defensively most college teams are, are very just straightforward as it's, it's, I guess it comes down to this execution you can't trick people at your level, can you? <laughs> Not, no, you can't. I mean, that's that's the hard part. Um, you know, it, it it comes down a lot of times to you know your players just making plays, um, and obviously that's that's another reason when we scrimmage, if we're you know if we're playing a similar defense to that other programs that that are in our league are playing, um, then our kids get more used to where the next play will be on offense. And then defensively, it's the same way, just reacting to, um, you know, to, to some counters to, to what we're trying to do um, defensively. And, and I think another thing that we talk to our kids a lot about is um, we just got to be tough. You know, if, if we're the tougher team um, night in and night out, we're, we're really, we really like our chances and you know, that their toughness is defined a lot of different ways for sure. But one thing that we talk about is, is, you know, are, are, are you tough enough to make that defensive rotation? Are you tough enough to sprint back every time? Are you tough enough um, to remember the scouting reports and, and, you know, what, what action, um, you know, this team, our opponent is, is trying to run. Um, and, and are, can you focus um, for 40 minutes and, you know, can you play hard um, for 40 minutes? Yeah, and that's um, yeah, that's hard to do. And and in that room, I know this, this is my last point. Um, do you guys use a big bench? So, or do you just focus on a rotation of five to seven? I'm seeing more and more, even at the pro level, through my eyes, um, your best teams like the Celtics, those guys, the Clippers, man, they're using nine, ten players in a game. Uh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So we, um, yeah, it's, it, it, it definitely, um, pared down a little bit that the deeper we got, 
um, coach got comfortable. We got comfortable um, almost with a seven, maybe eight man rotation um, in some games. And, you know, we asked our, most of our guards, our starting guards um, played um, 31 plus minutes um, last year. So we, we put a lot on a lot on them. Um, and, you know, I, I do think the system that she wants and we're getting up and down, I think um, she'll really start to open the bench up. And like you're talking, go, you know, the nine, 10 players deep, eight, nine, 10 players deep um, so that we can play even faster, you know, and our kids can really fly up and down the floor. But, but last year with, with it being coach's first year, um, you know, it, it made it a little bit easier for us just to, to really focus in on those seven, eight players that, um, you know, that, that we were most comfortable with. Absolutely. That's a good first year. You guys did pretty well, didn't you? Man, um, yeah. <laughs> talk about what you guys did achieve. And then before you go, what are some of the goals for this year's team? Cause it's hard to follow up on success. Yeah. So I, you know, to, for your first, you know, your, your first question in terms of, of what we did this past year, um, you know, tied for, um, you know, in the league for the, the regular season champion. And we were tied with, um, you know, a couple schools that, um, you know, that, that were just, they're really good programs. So for us to do what we did in our first year, um, you know, we feel very, very fortunate um, that, that we were able to accomplish that. And, um, you know, and then we went in the tournament and were able to, you know, play really well. Um, and, and we had eight seniors on last year's team and we graduated three starters and then two other kids, um, that kind of came off the bench for us. So we're talking five, you know, of our seven to eight players that we would play, um, you know, are not coming back. And it's it'll be a, a, a new look, a new team. Um, you know, we're we're excited about it. We're excited about year two, um, you know, bringing in some some new players, some kids that, you know, like I said at the beginning of the pod that we've we've been able to, um, you know, really build relationships with um, through the recruiting process uh, where last year, obviously, we didn't recruit any of the kids. We we just you know, we, we, we rolled right into it, um, and kind of got to know them on the fly. So that's already got a little bit of a different feel in this, these first couple weeks. Um, you know, in terms of expectations, um, you know, we, they're, like I said, we graduated eight players. So the, the look and the feel of this team is going to be totally different. And we've, you know, we're, we haven't talked a lot about, um, in fact, we haven't even mentioned it about, you know, repeating or, or anything like that, because this is again, a new, a new season. Um, it's going to take this year. It's going to be different than it was last year and what it, how hard it was last year. It's going to be, you know, equally as tough this year, but we've got to focus on controlling what we can control and just playing the best that we can play. And, um, you know, I think sometimes, um, you know, we get caught up. I know I certainly do, um, you know, and, and wanting to to remind our kids of like, oh, yeah, like we're, we're going to try to go back to back with this or don't forget, you know, about this. We've got all this pressure on us now. And and that's that's not really the focus. Right. If, if you're trying to go 
back to back. This is a brand new team against other schools that are brand new. And so this is going to be a championship with run with this team. Um, and it's going to look different than last year. So, um, you know, we're certainly hopeful and we're excited about, you know, about what we've got coming back and what we've got coming in and we, we've got a long way to go. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we feel good. Um, and, and there's a lot of excitement with, you know, coach heading into her second year and, and the players that, that are returning and the players that we've got coming in all, are all ready to get back after it and, um, you know, try to refocus and, and see, uh, you know, see what we can do in this, you know, this, this tough, tough Southern conference. Yeah, John, I really appreciate jumping on and, and sharing about Sanford women's basketball. I really, I really appreciate it. I got a lot of high school coaches that listen to this. Uh, what's the best way uh, to reach John Boyer on that? What's the best way to contact you if somebody was interested in, in speaking to you? Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, my email address um, is jbolier at sanford.edu. So J-B as in boy, O-L-L-I-E-R at Samford. Dot edu um and you know in terms of the best way to get a hold of me shooting me a text um is is fine with me 404-731-7011 um you know please reach out if, if there's anything we can we can do to help with um you know we're certainly here and um enjoy learning and talking hoops and um, i appreciate you having me on coach this is it's a, it's an honor to to be on here with you and, um, you know, spend a little bit of time to, um, you know, talk some hoops and, and, and talk Sanford, Sanford women's basketball. Absolutely. Uh, hey, thanks for opening the doors to your program and giving us a great insight, John, I really appreciate it, man. And, uh, you're always willing to, uh, listen and so forth when I call you and hopefully you'll be back in our gym soon to, uh, maybe recruit some of our kids. Yeah, man. I like it. That sounds great. <laughs> Thanks, John. Take All care. Right. Talk to you later. All, right. you, Coach. Hi, this is Kirk Gilsdorf, Clackamas Community College Women's Basketball, formerly Oregon City High School Girls Basketball. And as a veteran coach, I'm always looking for new ideas, new things to listen to, somewhere I can improve my coaching. And I've discovered the Championship Vision podcast from Kevin Furtado, and it has become my number one go-to podcast each and every week. Kevin brings in guests that provide a unique perspective, whether it's on X's and O's, philosophy, drill work, whatever it might be. Uh, he's going to get something out there that's going to help me as a coach get better. And I think that's what we should all be doing as coaches is helping each other get better. Uh, Kevin himself is, is always hungry to learn. You can sense that in his podcast. And so, again, I can't recommend it highly enough. Championship Vision Podcast, Kevin Furtado, keep up the great work. Hey, coaches, this is Brad Hillegas, content producer at Huddle for the NBA, NCAA Division I, and high school basketball. I'm a big fan of Coach Furtado's podcast, Championship Vision, because it connects coaches around the country that want to continue learning and growing our beloved game. The X's and O's, coaching philosophy, teaching principles, they're all here. And that's a mission that we're working on at Huddle as well. More than 160,000 teams, including the best in the world, use Huddle to elevate their performance with video. But our collection of online tools is much more than that. Mobile, desktop apps, smart cameras, video editing, data analytics software, the list goes on. But our goal is to help coaches like you teach the game in a modern way, whether that's connecting with your athletes, communicating your game plan, or looking to gain a competitive edge. And if you want to see how Huddle can help your program, visit Huddle.com. That's H-U-D-L.com 
to learn more. And of course, keep listening to the Championship Vision podcast to never stop learning.